Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Hello, this is Craig McConnell, and this is the Ransomed Heart podcast for this week. And I'm alone today. And uh, what I would like to offer for your heart's encouragement is uh, a reading from my journal. And uh, hopefully um, entries like this uh, will uh, make a book. Uh, You can find writings such as this on our website at ransomedheart.com and uh, check out either John's blog or Craig's blog. I titled this reading of a journal entry, uh, Chestless Rats for Men. My wife, Lori, and I, we took a week's vacation with our friends and family over the 4th of July in Southern California. On Sunday, we attended the church my son-in-law is planting in Redlands, California. As it happens, he's teaching on one of my top ten most disruptive things Christ said. You'll recognize the passage. Christ says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. It comes from Matthew chapter 5. My first reaction is along the lines of, Love your enemies? Yeah, right. It's hard enough loving my wife, who I do profoundly love, and who loves me like no other. Are you serious? It is so easy to dismiss this passage. And yet, I cannot, for God is very present. My second reaction to the passage was, Oh, ah... It was a strong reaction, and I wrote it out very clearly and passionately. It was a lengthy paragraph giving my second reaction, but I can't say it, read it, or print it. God won't let me. It actually may be my best writing. It's sharp. It's terse. It's detailed paragraph describing a couple of low-life weasels that I consider enemies. I use names, dates, and collaborating witnesses. I lay out their offenses against both me and God, who judges the living and the dead righteously. I mean, after all is said and done, it's their offense against God that most offends me. Well, in any case, God won't let me include that paragraph. He simply kindly yet firmly and continually redirects my focus from these 
chestless rats for men, these wolves posing as sheep, whose misbehavior has done harm to both me, my family, and many others. God points out, I'm more concerned with their failures to live well than mine, while he seems more concerned with my failures than theirs. It's so disrupting. I'm apparently the center of his attention, and not them. Does he not know the full story? Quite honestly, if it's an enemy worth his salt, one feels pretty justified in being smug, judging, hating, bad-mouthing, avoiding, and pondering all the upsides to retaliation. I do. Yet God will not allow me to go there. He's speaking to something within me. He's calling out some true part of me. This passage can't be set aside as a description of life in a distant, otherworldly millennium. It's descriptive of a life here and now, transformed by the full work of Christ. It's the gospel. Might it actually be possible to live holy, loving lives? Can we genuinely, in some form or fashion, love our enemies? To live free from the control others' misbehavior or meanness seems to have upon us? So much of my life is shaped by the formula, I love those who love me, I hate those who hate me. Love me and I'll love you, hate me and I'll hate you. How you live your life has greater influence over me than God. There's another way to live, and it is really, really possible. And I want to live that life. I'd love for my enemies to change. God is insisting that I change. As G.K. Chesterton said, Love means to love that which is unlovable, or it's no virtue at all. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcasts, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com.